In the modern dating era, unsolicited dick pics are considered especially heinous. On this podcast, the dedicated hosts who recount these dating horror stories are members of an elite duo known as the Dating Dossier. These are our stories. Dun dun! dun. <laughs> I didn't want to do this podcast, but Jillian made me. She, she, you didn't even know until after it was done that it wasn't your idea. She, she, she held my baby at gunpoint. I had to do it. That's how you were. For legal purposes, I'm not going to answer. For legal purposes, I am, and it's all true. Um... So welcome to another episode of the Dating Dossier. <laughs> uh, welcome. We are so glad to have you here once again. Thank you for listening. Good night. Thank you. For, oh, yeah. Good night. We've already talked for 45 minutes, so we're good. We're done. Um, see you guys next week. Thank you. Uh, I don't feel like doing this anymore. <laughs> um, it's just I'm not feeling it. I just would, like, rather go to bed and have more dreams about rescuing kittens from flooding neighborhoods. And I just want everyone to know that in my dreams, I can give kitten CPR successfully. So, in case you're wondering if I could relax at night, no, I'm stressed 24-7. In my dreams, I sit around waiting for pizza that I know will never come. (laughs) <laughs> and they that's like the titanic line and they were waiting for an absolution that would never come <laughs> they were waiting for a supreme pizza that would never come <laughs> they were waiting for that stuffed crust knowing that it would be cold by the time it reached them <sighs> in the atlantic ocean or in our dreams you tell us near far so I hope my anyway so that's happy. jessica mm-hmm. i'm jessica and that's jillian and I'm Jillian. Can you tell our voices apart yet? I feel like... I feel like we have distinct voices. My noise yeah. sounds like I'm giving everybody some secret information because I usually have to talk pretty low. Um, well, I'm s- screaming into the microphone, so... Like, uh, did you guys hear about this uh, this other thing that you do during dating um, called uh, going Dutch? Thank you. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, I want my neighbors to hear every time I even breathe in. <laughs> well, we have a fun episode for you all tonight. and I think so. I think it's you're going to fall in love with it because uh, today is the first day of fall. By the time it, this gets released, we'll be a couple days into fall. But tonight, as we are recording, it is the first day of fall. And which means even when you're listening, it's still the first week of fall. So hopefully you have some fun or had, Mm -hmm. I guess, when this comes out, some fun fall activities. I have a few uh, coming up in this episode as suggestions. So just stay tuned. Oh, shoot. That reminds me. I got another one, too. Yeah. I got some fun ones, too. And I'm really excited. How was your weekend? It was 
good. Let's see. I feel like I got some fall in. I wore a really fall outfit, but in a very non-fall way of me, I didn't bring a jacket. So I would have frozen, even though it was like 50 degrees. Um, But I got some fall activities, went to some wineries, went to some breweries. And then on Sunday, I was with my family and we roasted hot dogs out on like a fire pit and made s'mores. And Jolie is a big fan of roasted weenies. She was super excited, ate it right off the stick and it was adorable. She did not want the roasted, excuse me, the roasted marshmallow. She's not interested. She's not about it. But my brother's lab almost impaled herself on the stick because she wanted it so badly. So my dog, once again, is a snot. So. Oh, my gosh. But it's a great weekend. What about you? That's good. Um, yeah, I saw all of your fall activities and stuff on your Instagram at Boo Hobbs. Um, and, and uh, no, my weekend was pretty good. Um, again, I've been mainly trying to just hang out with my family as much as I can, just trying to, you know, get enough time with, um, everyone since I missed out on so much. So it it was good. So Friday I hung out with my family, um, at my sister's house. Then Saturday I also did a fun fall activity and I took my daughter to Tom Leonard's, which is like a farmer's market type thing, but it's a grocery store. And, um, and I let her get pumpkins and we came back the proud owner of seven pumpkins. Um, yeah, I mean, she's my baby. I'll, I'll do whatever, uh, I want or I'll, I'll, I can't say no to her. Like this girl loves Halloween. She loves fall and my God, I love her for it. Um, I mean, I love her for other reasons too, but you know, no, just that one, mainly the <laughs> just fall the thing. love of fall. That's, that's, that's our common ground. Um, <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so that was pretty fun. And, um, and yeah, and then I hung out with my sister again on Saturday and then that's about it. Excuse me. Sunday, um, I baked cookies with my kid and we watched Halloween town. And so now she is convinced everybody's name is Calabar, which is very similar to our last name, which is Calvinesso. So. So she's, she's not far off. That's so cute. Yeah. But she also thinks Calabar is the good guy. So um, I'm only slightly concerned there. But yeah, so that was uh, so my weekend. one of the celebrities that I used to get told... Oh, wait. Are we... Are we online? Oh, okay. I think I was accidentally talking over you because the recording got paused. I don't know. Uh, I had stopped talking, so. Um, so one of the people who I, one of the celebrities who I used to get told that I looked like was, um, the original Marnie, like before she got replaced as if we would never notice. But I used to get told that all the time, like in high school is that I looked like Marnie. I can see it. I can definitely see it now that, now that you've said it. Yeah, for sure. I can see it. Um, I get, I used to get told I looked like the jack-o'-lantern in the center of the town, so. No, you didn't. Did you really? No. Oh, I was about to be like, <laughs> fuck, dude. It took, it took me a while to get my teeth to come in, and they only came in very spatially, one at a time. I only had one on the top, one on the bottom, so I had a really weird smile. 
It's okay. You're so cute. You know, I blossomed. I blossomed into a beautiful little butterfly. Um, you blossomed into a carriage that Cinderella could ride into. Yes, that is. That's every pumpkin's dream. They don't tell you that, but <laughs> but it is. <laughs> you learn all about it in gourd school. <laughs> Um, but okay, you guys are probably wondering what we are talking about today and something that we've gotten questions about, but also that we discuss regularly and by Mm -hmm. discuss, I mean, complain about on my side is dating app etiquette. Yes. So let's see. And I know we talked about, we have a lot of overlapping um, ideas and thoughts about dating app etiquette. So, okay, I'll start with one that I think is pretty easy for guys and gals off the bat. Do not use Bumble in particular. So I'm talking about the specific app Bumble. If you are not willing to check it at least once a day, because Bumble has Mm -hmm. this thing that is pretty cool that, so a woman messages first um i think i'm only i've ever only done it as a woman trying to match with men and i have to match first i our message first i've done it as a woman trying to match with men and women and i think if i don't know maybe it's just because women tend to not message first um that maybe uh, we we don't respond first, but every time I have matched with um, a fellow lady, uh, I usually have to be the one to message first. But maybe if it's like they're the ones who end up making the match first, then they can message. I don't know how it works. Okay, that was because I, I was like, oh, I don't. I only know how it is for me. So as a woman matching men, I have to send the first message. And you have to send that message within the first 24 hours of your match. Mm -hmm. And y'all are know the dating rules. You guys know I like parameters. So I'm a big fan of that. However, once you send it in the 24 hours, the dude has 24 hours to reply. And if he doesn't reply within 24 hours, the match disappears. That's all well and good. I understand that a lot of my matches disappear because they might not be interested. They swiped right on everyone and they didn't like my message, blah, 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 blah. But what I've noticed on other apps that don't have this time limit is that people will say, oh, I don't check it that often. I've even done this where I like, say I go crazy swiping on a Wednesday for whatever reason, and then I don't check it until Friday. I won't ever have known who matched with me. Mm -hmm. So if you are going to use bumble just try to keep in mind to check it every day because also so say i swipe right on someone but don't match but say they swipe right on me the next day the 24-hour countdown will start from when they matched me Mm -hmm. so that's why i suggest checking it every day because just because you didn't match the day you were swiping doesn't mean you won't have matches i feel like on bumble i have new matches every single day um So that's just my suggestion with that app in particular. If you're going to use Bumble, you kind of have to be ready to commit to checking it at least once a day. Yeah, and um, I know matches can extend their match with you if 
they really, really want they to. They can, yeah. And I've had that happen before. But those are always the ones that I never seem to have any good conversations with. Um, I'm like, why are you extending this with me if you, like, aren't even really going to have a conversation with me? Um, Seriously, every single one that's extended, I'm like, oh, they must be, like, really into me. And they're just like, hey, I'm good. How are you? That's cool. What do you do for work? And that's about it. Yeah. That's about as far as we get. Or um, we'll get the Ever Classic, and now this goes to my list because I have a lot of conversationally relevant um, topics. My big one is um, don't go on to a dating app if you're just going to complain the whole time. So I've literally had a conversation before where I'm talking to this person and, you know, we're like, we're starting off pretty well. Like we're talking about TV shows and stuff. And I was like, yeah, um, I, um, I'm like, so, uh, you know, how are you doing this lovely Wednesday after we kind of got like through our icebreaker? And he was like, oh, I'm good. But you know, things have been different since my dog died like three weeks ago. And I'm like, Oh, I'm really sorry to hear oh, that. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Like, I know, just like, um, like, I'm sorry. Like, you know, it's, not... it's never easy to lose uh, a beloved pet. And, you know, I hope that things are going well. Thanks. Yeah, it's hard, but I guess it'll be okay. Oh, that's good. You know, like, I mean, because I am, you know, everyone describes me as very enthusiastic. I am. And I, I like, I love meeting people. And then, so I was like, oh, okay, well, so uh, what do you do for work? Or they, they asked me, they're like, what do you do for work? And so I told them, and then um, I was like, well, how about you? You know, what do you do? And they told me, and I was like, wow, that sounds really interesting. Like, I can't, like, that's so cool that you get to, you know, uh, write for commercials and stuff. And then they're like, yeah, it would be if I wasn't spread the, so thin. And I'm like, okay, all right, so um, do you like fall? No. <laughs> and like every question just, they asked me was a lead up so that they could complain about something and I'm like okay well yeah like they're like oh what do you do for work and then you're like oh I do blah 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 blah. what do you do for work I got laid off yeah cool bro yeah. cool story bro yeah like yeah they're like oh do you like to go to museums yeah yeah I love to go to museums my favorite is blah 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 Oh. Well, that's where my dog died, so. I watched my mother get shot in front of a museum, so it's kind of triggering for me. You're the one who brought it up. Um, yes. Again, that's an extreme one, but the first part of the conversation actually uh, is very true and has happened to me before. Um, well, and I also, I've, I've said this before, too, like, when it's in the same note of complaining, when they're like, Oh, I'm so busy. Like, I get that we all have busy mm-hmm. days, right? Like, my this past Friday for me was so crazy. I thought my head was going to explode. Like, I could not handle the day. But then today was like, oh, totally got a handle on this. This is fine. Mm-hmm. I had time to take Jolie on several walkies throughout the day, which I like to do just to get up and move. Oh, but yeah. anyway, I hate when it's just like, I'm so busy because it always makes me think of the scene in Silence of the Lambs mm-hmm. where Buffalo Bill has the senator's daughter down in like the hole in the basement. Mm-hmm. 
and she has his dog. She's like, mister, I have your dog and she's hurt real bad. And he's like, don't you hurt my dog. And she's like, don't make me hurt your dog. And he's like, you don't know what pain is. Okay. So when dudes try to tell me they're busy, I want to be like, you don't know what busy is. Like, you have a full-time job. Do you have to do all your chores and cook dinner and do all the shit? And they used to tell me, oh, I'm busy when I was working two jobs and now I have a podcast and you're like a freaking mom. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, I get it. We all have busy days, but that's not like a personality trait. I feel like is what we're trying to convey. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. I, I absolutely agree with that because I am a very busy person. Like, um, you know, I am, I'm a, I am a full-time single parent. Um, you know, I work a full-time job. I'm doing this podcast now. Like I got a lot of, (laughs) and there are other external, uh, things going on right now. So yeah, I'm busy, but I don't like to make that a part of my personality. And if I do, I usually, well, not like, I don't like to usually make it a part of my personality, but if they do ask me how my day was and it was genuinely busy, I like to say that it was busy, but I expand on it. Not just busy. You guys can't see my face. Yeah, but like, I don't, like completely uh, <laughs> blank expression. Well, I couldn't unmute myself for a second. Um, but yeah, like if I want to say I'm busy, I usually say like I had a ton of meetings to, or like I've had back to back meetings today. Like I don't just give this vague thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, here's the deal, which I feel like that kind of goes into. Another thing we've talked about is a question that is not my favorite that dudes seem to love to ask is they go in and they say, what are you looking for on here? Within like the first two messages. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And like, I know we've talked about before, like when you're about to download that app, make sure you know your intentions, which is fine. And it's good to establish with somebody what you want to do, but don't immediately start off the conversation with, what are you looking for? What, what do you want? And just leave it at that because a, I have tried a lot of different responses to this question. Like I've tried Mm -hmm. to be sarcastic. I've tried to be, I've like been like, Oh, I'm looking for a green card. Like I've tried a lot of different responses. What I have found almost every single time is I think the dude is looking for me to say, I want to hook up right now because obviously I don't usually give the answer they want because they stop talking to me. So it's like, why even ask the question? But that being said, if you do genuinely want to know, if you do want to set expectations, like we've said, know what you're looking for, know your intentions. If you do want to ask the other person, if you do want to kind of set those, again, expectations up front, my suggestion, instead of saying, hey, what are you looking for? And being vague as shit, go into it saying what you're looking for. Like, hey, I'm looking for something casual right now. I'm looking for a plus one to a wedding in six months. I'm looking for a relationship. I just got out of a relationship, so I'm looking to meet new people, but I'm not sure that I'm ready to jump into another one. How about you? Like, Mm -hmm. you can still have that conversation about setting expectations, but I'm telling you what, it's an immediate turnoff when you just say, 
what are you looking for? And leave it out that in half the time. They don't even include a question mark. Like, it's not my favorite thing. Yeah, it almost feels like an interrogation at first. Like, what are you looking for? Why are you here? Get off this app. Um, yeah, like, what do you do? I had one dude say, what are you doing here? And I wanted to be like, where? What do you here. mean? Like, my home? Like... <laughs> Are you at the grocery store with me? Because you know what? It has happened to me before that I've been followed. So it's a fair question on my part, sir. <laughs> right. Um, I don't I don't know. I just... Or um, another one that they'll do is like, what brought you here? I'm like, uh... I, I, well, I, I bought my phone back in December. And then um, I, was, I was feeling lonely. So I, I downloaded this app through the app store. Or you say like, I mean, technically... <laughs> Technically, I was a C-section baby, so <laughs> some knives and a doctor brought me in. What brought you here? Like, Picture this. April 1992. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my parents decided they wanted a child. Um, what about you? Where did you Yeah, how'd from? you get here? Um, yeah, exactly. And then uh, just another one, too. Kind of in the same vein as that is... Why'd you mm-hmm. swipe right on me? Which, I don't know about you, that immediately kills it because it's always, it always happens, like, within the first, like, two minutes of a conversation. Um, I literally yeah. had dudes first message me going, why'd you swipe right on me? I'm like, I don't, it's, I, I, I just, what, what do you want? Like, were you just coming on here for a confidence boost? Like, they, and I, I think that is what it is. Like, they're looking for affirmation, mm-hmm. but... It's just such an immediate turnoff because, I mean, we kind of all are, right? Yeah. It's unsaid. But I, you're not going to get what you want from asking that question. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I'm sorry. Like, I don't, I don't know how to answer your question because if you're just asking me for – or if you're just asking for me to tell you that you're hot, I think you already knew that. And if you're looking to, like, spice up your Tinder profile, I don't know, like, sure, I'll help you with that. But, I mean, I'm not well, I'm not a Tinder resume builder. For me, I swipe right for a variety of reasons, mm-hmm. most of which I'm like, you didn't immediately look like someone who's going to chop me up into little pieces in your basement. But dudes don't react to those comments very well, I have found. <laughs> um... So I can't say that. Other times, it's like, I don't know, you just, you looked like fun. But I feel like whenever I've said that, it immediately turns sexual. Oh, I'll Mm -hmm. show you fun. And then I'm, so it's like, I think the problem with like, what made you swipe right is like, I don't know what you're asking for. And therefore, again, you're not going to get what you're looking for. Exactly. I don't know necessarily what made me swipe right. If you want the honest to God's answer, I probably was drunk and just was giving out right swipes like there was no tomorrow. Or super lonely. Like, I just wanted to see how many people would match with me because I'm sorry. Like, that's the new burst of serotonin we can get from social media. Like, I don't know what to tell you. My brain has been trained. To be perfectly honest, sir, I was hoping you could tell me what you saw in my profile. Because I needed that confidence boost. <laughs> yes. 
Speaking of affirmations, so again, in the same vein, another phrase, and the reason we're pulling out these three phrases in particular is because we've both seen them over and over and over and over. This is not us being like, this one dude made me mad. No, these are like super common. Um, Mm -hmm. So the other one that I don't like is, so tell me about yourself. And... As a recruiter, I don't even use this question. It's too vague for your candidates in a job interview. As the recruiter, I am not going to get, usually, some people can run with that question. Mm -hmm. Um, I will say, usually, like, I feel like comm majors, business majors, folks who have been, quote unquote, trained to talk about themselves can run with this question. However, that is not the majority of people, especially because I'm recruiting in a technical field, right? So... That kind of question is not going to get me what I'm looking for. You've got to narrow it down a little bit. So instead of saying, so tell me about yourself, try and just be like, so tell me about the most exciting thing you've done recently. I know that sounds kind of dumb, but Mm -hmm. especially in the time of COVID and quarantine, like I feel like you're going to get some creative answers because I feel like I've done some creative things. Yeah. Or maybe you're going to find out that person is a total bore (laughs) and there you go. They weed themselves out. But so tell me about yourself. Sounds like a job interview question, but I'm telling you, even as a recruiter who does job interviews for a living, it's also a bad question. (laughs) Yes, And I've also gotten the opposite where, like, we'll be chatting, and then all of a sudden, they'll be like, so what do you want to know about me? Uh, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. Are you nice to your mom, I guess? Like, it's, I, like, I always get so thrown off. I'm like, I don't know. Like, what do you... And so usually I turn around, and I'm like, what do you want me to know about you? Like... And those questions, you're like, okay, you have something on the forefront of your mind that you think I should know? Mm-hmm. Let's hear it. Just go for it, buddy. Like... All right, let's just talk, like sexual history, criminal record, how many kids you got, like, what what are we talking here, buddy? Which one is it? Are those dentures? You don't have teeth? Like, come on, which one, what are we dealing with here? Because I know it's something, because you brought it up. (laughs) Do you you have a a Trump stamp, which is where you would, on your lower back, you have, like, the Trump-Pence 2020 flag um, right Mm -hmm. above your butt. That's called a, a Trump stamp. I just I feel like people I'm sure have that like I would bet money there's um that that (laughs) sorry to go sidetrack for a second but there is no never mind I was gonna talk about the house in my daughter's babysitter's neighborhood that has a bunch of signs that I want to oh and we were talking about (laughs) yeah I know what you're talking about (laughs) I know what you're talking about yeah we'll totally get sidetracked okay so (laughs) um um Bringing it so, so the just tell me about yourself. So try to stay away from those super vague and overly used, yeah, like phrases because they just it's not going to help. I I can guarantee you, it is not going to help you. You are not going to get whatever it is you want mm-hmm. from those. And here's the thing: is like I don't put that I have a child on my profile because. It's not something I want people to know, and I don't want to be, like, immediately stereotyped and, like, people think I'm just looking for, like, a a step-parent for my kid, you know? Um, Right. So what I usually do is, like, after we start having, like, a good report and a little bit of a conversation, 
and like we most likely are going to move it to texting um and off the app mm-hmm. i excuse me i usually let them know like hey i just want to be upfront with you like i know this can be a deal breaker but um i do have a kid so i understand like if you're not interested anymore and i feel like sometimes people go like what what do you want to know about me because they want to say something like that so mm-hmm. seriously just like phrase it that way like if you have something that you think somebody might view as a deal breaker just tell them up front because you, i would they would rather it happen like right at the beginning so that you guys don't start getting like these feelings for each other and then you find out it's like by the way i'm still married um and it's like ah okay yep so i mean again you're not like don't tell your life story on these apps like immediately to strangers but like if there is something that you want somebody to know, don't put it on them to ask you. Just tell them. And so on the same vein, but kind of the other side of the coin, if someone does quote unquote confess something to you, Mm -hmm. like they come forward and they say, I have a kid or I'm separated, but not divorced or I'm a smoker. Like for me, them being a smoker is a deal breaker, Mm -hmm. like a cigarette smoker, like pack a day kind of thing. Um, if someone does confess something to you, my advice, my suggestion is don't just unmatch immediately. Like instead say, thank you for sharing or even skip the thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, but not what I'm looking for. Like you don't have to give an explanation. Like I, like if a dude's like, oh yeah, I'm a smoker. Like I smoke all the time. Then I don't have to be like, Okay, so like I have asthma, so like I can't really be around smokers. Like I want you to I don't quit feel for the me. need to go into it. I want you to quit right. for me. Yeah. Like I'm worried about your teeth. I'm worried about you getting pneumonia later in life. Like I'm not gonna go into it, but I'm gonna be like, Oh, that's not for me. Um, and here's my analogy to that, how you can kind of tell. Because mm-hmm. I know we've talked about before you don't owe someone an explanation, Absolutely but at the same not. time, the hill I will die on for the dating dossier is the goal is a dating revolution. Eventually, my hope is that we can change dating. And I know that's a tall order, but every little step counts. So by that, I mean, for me personally, what I've seen is just a lack of basic human decency in these apps. And this is one of those things. Mm -hmm. So immediately unmatching because they say something you're not looking for. Yeah, that's easy. Yeah, you don't have to explain. Yeah, you don't owe them an explanation. But... Maybe if you think about this analogy, it might help a little. So say you're at a bar and you actually meet someone. They come up to you and they start chatting you up. Hey, how are you? Like, oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Like, you're cute. Like, mm-hmm. what are you guys doing here? You're here with your friends? You're having this normal conversation at the bar. And then they say, I have a kid. Or the dude says, I'm a smoker. Well, I would probably be like, ooh, sorry. Like, <laughs> um, you know, thanks for the drink or whatever, but... You know, have a good night and just kind of see yourself mm-hmm. out of the conversation. Now, that's what I'm talking about in the app where you can say, like, thanks for sharing or skip the thanks for sharing, but say, not really what I'm looking for and then unmatch. Now, say they say something that creeps you out. Like, they're like, I keep the decapitated heads of bunnies hanging from strings in my basement. You would run away 
screaming. You would report them to the bartender. You would run away. You, they would be mm-hmm. removed from the bouncer. Like you get those are the types of things <laughs> that you can like unmatch, report, and block. And I know that's an extreme example, but what I'm trying to say is I feel like it's so easy and anonymous to just unmatch for no reason. But that is so hard being on the other end of it mm-hmm. because it's really hard not to internalize it. And like Jess's example, she's one of the ones who does a, you know, quote unquote confession. Um, I feel like, yeah, you get rejected, but is it, or is it not a hundred percent easier to take when they're like, not for me? It is so much easier. Cause like I've gotten a mix of different responses. Most of the time, like I found if we have already started like a really good conversation And I tell them like, hey, you know, I would like to start texting with you, but I do want to let you know, like I have the speech every single time where I'm like, hey, just to let you know, I understand this might be a deal breaker for you, but I do have a kid because when you're dating somebody with a kid, and this can be a whole other story for another time, there, I feel like it should, (laughs) there are different (laughs) expectations that you're going to get with dating a single parent. Like for one, I'm probably not always going to be available um yeah like there are going to be set number like set days during the week that I can hang out with you and that's about it and unless you want to come over after my kid goes to bed um right and then which is when we record podcasts exactly so now you can't come over on Monday or Tuesday nights um and then there's also like you know if you're a person that likes to travel a lot I probably can't be your travel buddy I have an obligation mm-hmm. to be with my kid. So, like, I understand if what you're looking for is somebody who can share your adventurous spirit, you probably don't want somebody who has a kid. Not saying that it can't work out. It can. But it might not. Um, but, yeah, so for me, it really can kill my confidence personally. And this isn't just me, like, on my soapbox talking about how, like, well, why do you all suck? You should all date single parents. It's not it. Um, but like it is hard. And so usually what I do is I'm like, I know it's a deal breaker. Like I know, you know, kids aren't everybody's cup of tea. So like, I understand if you don't want to continue with this conversation. And so usually I'll get like, Oh no, that's fine. Kids aren't a deal breaker or, um, and then sometimes I'll get like, Oh yeah, that's, uh, that's not what I'm looking for. Um, and I'll be like, okay, well thank you for your time. And I tip my little hat and you know, we go upon our right. way. The ones that really hurt are when you don't respond to me and then you just unmatch me. Um, Because then I feel like I've done something wrong and it really, like, kind of hurts. (laughs) Like, there was uh, this one person I was talking to and, like, I kid you not, we were talking for, like, three days straight. And finally I'm like, hey, I would really like to, you know, exchange numbers, but I just want to let you know, like, I do have a kid. And then it was, like, radio silent from him. And I had given my whole spiel... And it was just completely radio silent. And so then I'm like, oh, huh. hey, you know, it's totally cool. Like, if you don't, like, just let me know. And, like, I'm being really nice about it. And then I look and he just, like, unmatches me. I'm like, okay, well, like, obviously this wasn't going to be the love of my life. But it kind of sucks because, you know, I would have at least, like, to know that, you know, you saw past me just having a kid and you said I'm just not interested, which is fine. But, like... I'm not asking you to take a chance on me if that's not your jam. It's absolutely not what I'm saying. <laughs> exactly. And it's, I know that there's so much 
conversation around we don't owe anyone an explanation. Mm -hmm. And I am a proponent of that. I've said that. However, I am also a proponent of bringing back human connection and decency to dating. And I think this is just one little tweak that we can make Mm -hmm. that would make it a little bit easier. Um, And again, if you use that analogy, like, would you turn around and run and never say another word to them in the bar? If the answer is yes, then by all means, like I said, unmatch, block, report, do everything. But if you would just be like, oh, sorry, that's just going to be a no from me, Mm -hmm. then just say something along those lines because the recovery time is so much shorter. So that's all, that's all we're saying. And again, it's something we've seen over and over and over and over and over again, both sides of the coin. So that's why we're talking about it today for etiquette. And I can understand too, if like you need time to think about it. Um, the big thing is, is like, Mm -hmm. don't just leave them on red for a little bit, like for a couple days and then unmatch. Um, cause like, I won't continue to message you. Like I, you know, like if you're not interested, I'm not going to just continue to be like, Hey, did you read my last message? But then I have like this little bit of hope in me where I'm like, Oh, maybe they just haven't gotten to my message yet. That's okay. I think I'll just wait and, you know, maybe I'll see if they're cool with it. But no, don't leave me on red and then, <laughs> and then just unmatch me. Sorry, that was me on a soapbox. Yeah. Again, I'm not coming on here to vent about my own dating experiences. I'm just letting you know from somebody else's perspective that sometimes it, it really sucks and you don't owe anybody an explanation. You don't owe them an apology. But at the very least, just like let them know it's not for you. It's all we can yeah. ask. You can say, I'm not interested, and then immediately unmatch. Maybe... Well, no, because then they wouldn't see the message. But, you know, you know what I'm saying. That's what I... Like, you don't have to continue the conversation. But at least try. I don't know. For me, will you guys try for me, please? I'm trying to have a revolution over here. Um, The last kind of point I have, which is similar, and I hope it doesn't contradict what we just said, Mm -hmm. but it's match energy with energy. I guess this is like an overall concept. It kind of touches on several things we've talked about. But match energy with energy, and if you're not into their energy, go ahead and unmatch. Like I said, not necessarily uh, as soon as they say something and then you're like, bye. (laughs) Um, But if somebody, if they just say, hey, and you say, hey, and they're like, sup, and you're like, oh, work, what about you? And they're like, nothing. And you're like, oh, cool, what do you like to do for fun? IDK. Like, do you have Instagram? You, right. You don't have to, like, those conversations, I'm sorry, you don't have to, like, don't feel obligated to continue those conversations. Like, I feel like if you do, hey, hey, sup, this is what I'm doing. If it doesn't take off from there, I'm telling you right now, I would not have hope for that conversation. In my experience, it doesn't get better. I say that about a lot of things. But in this in particular, when it comes to conversationalists, they don't immediately become Shakespeare. Mm -hmm. Like, if they're one-word people from the jump, uh, that's what you're going to (laughs) get. Exactly. Um, Yeah, and I understand that. My big – I think my biggest pet peeve is when somebody's, like, tired – because then the whole conversation is just yeah. tired. And it's fine. Like, maybe you had a, a long day that day. So the next day you message me and then it's still tired. How was your weekend? Uh, I slept because I was tired. Like, maybe you should see a doctor. <laughs> I don't know. Like, Yeah, maybe not be on the dating apps right now. I don't know. Like, 
when you ask me to sleep with you, am I just going to be sleeping next to you in bed? Is that what we're doing? Oh, you meant like, you meant like go night night. Okay. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got it. Got it. Perfect date. Mm-hmm. 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 Exactly what I thought it was. Yeah. Um, Actually, I wouldn't Yeah. So Thank you. Those were my etiquette yeah. tips from Jillian's Dating Cotillion. Ooh, I love it. Well, uh, Jess's mess of, uh, rules here, that's, uh, <laughs> that's about the same as, as mine, too. Um, you know, and, and don't be afraid to, you know, get them digits when the time comes, but, you know, I immediately assume you just want to hook up if, like, you immediately go, do you have Snapchat? Oh, I've actually started telling people when they say, do you have Snapchat? I literally say, I'm like, I don't give out my Snapchat. Um, what I used to do is I used to go, what's that? What's Snapchat? That's, I feel like that one. And like, because <laughs> if, if we, you're not asking for my number, you're just asking for Snapchat. Like I wasn't born yesterday. I know where this is going and it's yeah. not going to go there, sir. So I mean, No. If you want that, absolutely go for Can't it. Can't have like, my nobody, number, yeah. no. You don't want my number, no. Banging on the passenger's back. Best friends, uh, right? Try to holler at me. me. I don't want no scrub. I don't want no scrub. Scrub is a guy that can't get no love from me. Not giving out my Snapchat, no. Yep. So, you're welcome for that, listeners. Thank you. Um... We are releasing an album. Yes, your prayers have been answered. Um, but yeah. So then, speaking of trying, why don't we uh, try out some date ideas? Yes. Okay. Do you like we that have smooth segue. Uh, yeah, I couldn't even notice a transition. Oh yeah, so um, smooth, like butter. So if you follow our dating etiquette tips and you get that date we thought this would be a good opportunity to just like real quick run through some date ideas we're not gonna like go into them because i know y'all are busy doing things Um, we're just gonna run through some cute fun date ideas memorable ones too i would like to open with, because it's socially distance appropriate, mm-hmm. drive-in movies. Yes, I love those. I have been mm-hmm. on a drive-in movie date. Um, I think another one is, like, maybe once you guys have started talking a little bit more, get one of those murder mystery box sets, you know, um, like, the, to hunt a killer, because those could be really fun to do together, and, you know, what's cuter than solving a crime together? You could practice uh, uh, for the real life uh, thrill kill. Yeah, real. Another great idea is a thrill kill. <laughs> um, Together, really, go out like Bonnie and Clyde. Don't be a little bitch. Nothing really solidifies a good relationship and is like a good foundation. Like having a secret that you both need to take to your graves. Because it also kind of spices things up a little bit. I have a secret. Can you keep it? Take this one to the grave. It's actually, I've never even watched Pretty Little Liars. <laughs> that actually, that song was written about my first date. 
so. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay, I wrote this one down, but reading it is different than what I meant when I wrote it down. <laughs> what I wrote down <laughs> was <laughs> make a new recipe together, as in like... <laughs> Like a baby, Jane? You want them to make a baby together? No. No, no, no. It reads like, it reads as if I was like, create a recipe, Um, which you could do. Actually, that sounds Mm -hmm. risky, but fun. I don't know about the ROI on that, but um, what I meant was like, you could cook something (laughs) together, like a new recipe neither of you have cooked before. Or make a baby. Or make a baby. Um, Just go for it. Yeah, that's a good... I I would also say, like, going to breweries and wineries together is always a fun one uh, to do. Um, As long as you try something new when you go. Those are the rules. Yes. Um, Another fun one I thought maybe would be, like, going on each other's podcasts. Like, if, (laughs) if they have a podcast and you have a podcast... Like, switch it up sometime, you know? Sexy. Yeah, they can. Yeah, but you guys aren't even on the podcast at the same time. Like, pretty much, we just, like, switch hosts. It's kind of like either, like, Freaky Friday or, like, if you pretend that you're twins with each other. And so then you dress in each other's clothes. Very hot. And then... Yes, agreed. After they've worn them. Clothes that they wore all day. Yes. And <laughs> now you pretend. You yeah, so you get the smell, too. And, like, just, re- <laughs> like, I'm a method actor. So, and then you go in and you're like, hey, guys, it's me. I'm doing my podcast today. Or however they sound like. Because it's go, like. Yeah. It's an ideal date, but you're not even spending time together. So. And it's, I it's definitely hot. It's hot. I um, think so. I want to do that. Is there anybody out there who has a podcast who wants yeah, to be any, me? Anybody want to do a little switcheroo? I am open. I'm open to Okay, it. so one that I have is you could go ghost hunting together. <laughs> um, guilty. I've done it. It's fun. Um, you know who you should go ghost hunting with is with someone who ghosted you. Ooh, there you go. You're like trying to find you out here, bitch. One of my uh, sister's friends texted me today and she goes, you know who I'm going as for Halloween? My baby daddy, a ghost. And I was like, ooh, ooh, all right. Got some, got some I can stuff. feel, yeah. feel the energy behind that one. Yeah. Um, I think another fun one that maybe kind of gets, um, kind of looked over and I think we should kind of bring it back to normalcy is, mm-hmm. you know, first like go get some coffee, get to know each other. Then, okay. um, after you get some coffee, go to an animal shelter, pick out a puppy together, mm-hmm. fall mm-hmm. in love with that puppy, name it, mm-hmm. like really establish <laughs> that you want this puppy together. Then mm-hmm. tell the puppy that you're going to bring it home. Yeah, yeah. 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 Then don't talk for three days. Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. what you do is then on your next date, which is your second date, you go and maybe get, like, some more coffee. I don't know. You guys are tired. Ice cream. Um, and then your third date is going to be going to the mm-hmm. animal shelter and adopting that puppy together. And I think it's just something really cute, and it's a fun fall activity to do. Um, you know, something something fun. A little memento to Speaking, 
Speaking of fall dates that are equally as casual is um, going apple picking, Ooh. maybe to a corn maze. Pumpkin patch. Or a pumpkin patch. Ooh. Yes. You know what is also really fun to do in the fall that mm-hmm. you can do together? Yes. Is learn to make moonshine. <gasps> that is lovely. I love that. Um, or maybe make bread together as part of like a little... A little recipe, or perhaps um, go to your your local farmhouse and like explore the different cheeses that they have, and then in the dead <laughs> in the dead of night, sneak in, <laughs> set it on fire, <laughs> and then blame the youth from the wrong side of the tracks. <laughs> And then enjoy your cheese together. Um, I lived in Wisconsin for a year, and I got to tell you, this was one of my favorite dates to do. Because <laughs> Wisconsin is just full of cheese. It was just a trail of burnt down farmhouses. Yeah, those youths. It's terrible. So, speaking of cheese, <laughs> you could go together. And just try out some foods uh-huh. that you think you're allergic to and just Ooh. see if you're allergic to them. Ooh, I love playing allergist. Because <laughs> you're not alone. You're with someone who should care about you. Yeah. Um, and it could be exciting because I feel like there's some shellfish. There's mm-hmm. some, like, peanuts going on in there. Some fruit allergies. Like... I feel like you could do a lot. It's like a charcuterie board of potential. Yeah, and it's and there's a little bit of danger to it, which is always fun. I would I would mainly suggest this to maybe um, a couple that's been together for a while, just to maybe kind of get that no. spark back. <laughs> no, this is like part two of date one if it's going well. Oh, that's true. That's true. well. I mean, at that point, you're an established couple if you've made it. Or technically, if you do need to spice, Mm -hmm. if you do need to spice it up in the bedroom, I guess you could do this later on because, like, usually allergies lead to swelling. So, ooh, I will not bring an EpiPen for that one. (laughs) (laughs) I still have EpiPens from when I was allergic to the world. So you know what? Guess what I'm doing this weekend. Well, um, (sighs) a fun thing that I like to do is I like to. Make a dental appointment for the same day as my date, and then say that we're going to a special location. Then I bring them to the <laughs> dentist with me. So even if it doesn't work out, I at least get one cavity filled. <laughs> Wink. <clears throat> I okay. So speaking of going to a second location, mm-hmm. a really fun thing you could do together. Uh, oh, also involving needles, is you could just get. Matching tattoos. I love it. I absolutely <laughs> love it. I think that's or that's a very fun casual thing that people can do. I, if you if you don't want to get tattoos together, uh-huh. you could go and have your prison tattoos removed <gasps> together. That is so sweet. And and I thought romance was dead. And really did. Not at this town. No, 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 Not no, with no. me. Um, you know, I really like the idea of maybe going to a museum, which is always fun. I love hitting up museums and 
maybe reading that ancient tablet that you shouldn't have and setting a curse upon the museum. It's a fun one. Okay, so speaking of curses, yes. did I already tell you that I thought that a really good safe word would be Pharaoh's curse? <laughs> tell me, argue with me about that. <laughs> it's a good one. How? But it's, it's how a would mouthful, that... though. Okay, but when are you going to be talking? Yeah, uh, well, okay. Yeah. Sure, in some contexts that would not work well. But I'm saying, like, that is a word that is not used in normal conversation. Mm-hmm. That's true. That you can... It would be a good safe word. I also feel like I would remember that one. Yeah, my favorite safe word is tangent. I can't even say it. So I can't even say my own safe word. That's why <laughs> things go a little far sometimes. <laughs> oh, no. And finally, so you've never had the opportunity to see if it works. Um... And I have two more really great date ideas. Um, I don't know about you. Okay. Uh, one is I'm, I, a big, yeah. I'm a big theater fan. Um, mm-hmm. So I would say maybe going to see a play or maybe doing a shadow or sock puppet um, reenactment of John Tucker Must Die or Macbeth. Either one is acceptable. They're both, you know, culturally significant, I think, to how we are as a society. So I think either one, John Tucker must die or Macbeth. Either one. I is agree. One. I sock puppets. Oh yeah. Uh, do you have any more? I do. Okay. Um, so this is one that I think would be super fun, mm-hmm. uh, would be to go <laughs> to a dog park, uh, and pick a fight with the biggest dog. <laughs> you know, I've actually done this, but we went to my daughter's daycare and picked a fight with the biggest kid. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, Who won? I'm not at liberty to say, and those parents... <laughs> We're still in litigation about it, so I can't really reveal too much. That makes sense. Um, yeah, no, I respect that. But my, my final one, I guess would be acid wash your own jeans. Just whitewash them together. <laughs> be fun. Bring back, bring back that look. Acid, acid wash. So show up to the date in jeans. <laughs> and then... Take them off. <laughs> take them off. At the restaurant. <laughs> be like, can I go in the back and use your big, extra large... Dishwashing sink yeah, bring, for my jeans. Bring some bleach. Uh, it's actually been a hot minute since I've acid washed any of my jeans. So bring your own supplies, I would say. Or maybe um, text them beforehand and see if they can bring anything. Which uh, mm-hmm. a lot of things you need to acid wash your own jeans sound very murderous. Like, you know, bleach and gloves and all that. So they might think you're in for some Maybe plastic bag to wrap yeah. it in. <laughs> Actually, honestly, yeah. think about it this way. You go to the restaurant. Oh, a change of clothes. After a drive after a drive-in movie. Mm-hmm. You acid wash your jeans mm-hmm. and then you go on the thrill kill. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. like four of our ideas all in one. Oh my god. And please invite us to the wedding. 
And actually, you before you do that, you should probably also have your prison tats removed so that you have less identifying yeah. marks on your body. And also so that nobody knows you're Randy's bitch forever. Look, if you want... Never mind. It's okay. We all... I was going to say a really inappropriate joke, but I think it would have taken it a little too far. I have one more date idea. What about you? Um, I have no more. I think Acid Watch Your Jeans is probably my best one that I have. So, I really so I my last it. one, my last one oh, wait, no, is, um, one. okay, good. Cause I feel like mine is wholesome, mm-hmm. but I don't know about ending on it. So my idea uh-huh. is to summon a demon together. Oh my God. That's so sweet. Like a third person, like a friend yeah. to join the party. And then, you know what you can do that would make your grandma really happy? Yeah. Go to church together. Aww. I know. So and, wholesome. And you know, three's a crowd. Three's a crowd, and it's it's a good crowd to be in. And you can still socially distance that way. Yes. Um, exactly. So, that brings us... To drum roll, please. Our sexy superlatives because we got well over 50 responses across all social media. Honestly, by the time it went up on my personal Insta, we didn't even need it, but I just kind of wanted to see how many we would get. Um, so thank you all for so, voting and responding. Soups appreciate. Yeah, thank you. We got more responses from this than I think a lot of mm-hmm. other postings. So y'all are some dirty little freaks out there. I'm just letting you know. And we love you. We love you a thousand percent. We will take you to go throw pill anytime. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, I have some targets in mind. Okay. Um... So I think once again, you have more than I do. So you should start and also end. Yes. Um, and I do want to say that some of these names and uh, uh, sexes that we say could be the same person, but we changed the name for them. Um, because like, well, I'll just spoil well for alert. clarification, you're not saying that we had sex with the same person. Yes. Um, but what I'm saying is, uh, spoiler alert, my baby daddy is going to be winning an award tonight, but he's also nominated and could possibly win in another category, but I'm not going to call him baby daddy in that one, if that makes sense. Um, just because we don't want people to know the number of people that we've slept with and anything like that. We're kind of only talking about, um, our own experiences. So, um... Without further ado. I'm oh, so you're saying we have folks with repeat awards. Yes, yes. Uh, more, okay. Uh, people who have won multiple awards, but like, you know, Baby Daddy will win one thing, and I'll refer to him as Baby Daddy, but then in another category, I'm going to refer to him as the cat burglar or something like that. So essentially, we could have like a Shit's Creek situation mm-hmm. where they just come in and sweep the Emmys. So. Exactly. This could all be one person if I wanted it to be, and you would never know because 
I would refer to them all as different, or I would refer to that one it person. It would be as different names. If all of mine, if all of mine were with one person, it would be quite a story. But honestly, I feel like we could make it work. Yeah, um, mine wouldn't make sense though if I <laughs> if uh, it all went to the same person. Um, but anyway, so uh, our first award of the night is. Um, I am really sad about the election of 2016, so I'm going to hump your brains out, and we're going to accidentally make a baby award. <laughs> and this one, you know him, you love him, I've already mentioned it and spoiled it, this one goes to Baby Daddy. So, good job Baby Daddy, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, thank you for your service. Yes, uh, please write in if you would like uh, to get your award which is a condom. <laughs> a golden okay. condom with your face on it. Thank you. So, um, the award for, uh, okay, wait, this award goes to myself. Oh, okay. Wow. Tough category. <laughs> Tough category. <laughs> Blindside, actually. As I was reading, <laughs> I was like, wait, this goes to me. Whatever. Um, it was uh, the worst sexy outfit that I tried to pull off mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. was a zip-up black leather bodysuit. Oh, my. <laughs> Did you feel like Catwoman? That's what I was going for. Uh-huh. Um, and yes, I did. Uh Uh-huh. Um, and I think it was effective. I think me walking down the hallways of my apartment was like a surprise to the folks who walked by, but I don't (laughs) want to say that they hated it. Mm -hmm. I don't think think I'd hate it if I saw it. (laughs) But that is, um, because wearing a full leather bodysuit what's happening underneath Uh is not sexy i wouldn't imagine so i've seen the episode of friends where ross wears the leather pants so yeah so um that's why it gets the vote for worst slash most extreme Ah. it wins something but it goes to me yay congratulations i'm so happy for you thank you Thank you. Really Thank great. you. I'm not. I'm not bitter at all that I haven't won. It's fine. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, so my next category is the favoritism award, and the subcategory of it is I have another boob that you can explore. So please stop hanging on my left boob. And uh, this award goes to my Christmas party hookup. You. I mean, great job. I know. And a lot of, a lot of competitors in that, in that category, and you know, I just want to say that you were not fair in your in your sharing, of um, mm-hmm. loving on the boobs, and they're they're sisters. Sharing is caring. So they're sisters, there's jealousy, and um, you know, I felt like maybe you weren't about equal rights, but that's okay because, you know, we still had a time. So thank you. So. For me, the next award I would like to present is the quickest 
I've ever left uh-huh. um, goes to the dude who said, and I quote, use your feet. Was, was he dragged? Oh, wait. I'm not. I'm not king no, no, no. shaming. We're, yeah, we're not king shaming. Mm-hmm. Um, it just took me by a serious surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you do have kinks, you should bring the other person in on it and get consent before you coerce them into it. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's, um, yeah, well, um, great. Uh, thank you. Um, Swept the category. That was won by a landslide. There was not much competition. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, my next award goes to, um, this is the WAP award. And, Mm. um, WAP in this case means worried about protection. (laughs) And... It's called the Yes, I'm Sending You to 7-Eleven at 9.53 at night to go get condoms because you should have come prepared if you knew we were having sex award. And that goes to the Uncomfortable Receptionist. Thank you. Uncomfortable Receptionist. I loved running into you again later when I had my, had my daughter. Thank you. I mean, at least he was just the receptionist, so technically he should be thankful Mm -hmm. for that award. No glove, no love, baby. (laughs) Hey. Um, Okay. So, I gave myself a lot of awards tonight. Wow. (laughs) Reading this list. I don't know what that says about me. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a more self-deprecating or a self-love angle. Yeah. But um, they do they do go to me. Um, so this next award goes to um, someone, again, we know and love. Uh-huh. But I'm not going to identify. I'm going to let you guess. Uh, but it, go- it goes to me, and it says, I'm sorry for passing out in the middle of it. You thought I died award. Thank you for owning up to that. Thank you. I didn't die. I'm still here. Thank you for your concern. Mm -hmm. Uh, made me feel, um, very loved that you were worried that I was dead. So thank Uh, you. My next award is, um, I'm really sorry that your role-playing fantasy didn't pan out because I was too into the bit. Award and while there were many who were nominated in this category, um, hold on, let me open my my envelope. Oh my god, the winner's me! I ruined it. I ruined the rolling <laughs> fantasy by going into the bet. And who <laughs> says you hadn't won any awards? I am not prepared for this. Um, but first of all, I'd like to thank God. Um. And then my child, I guess, and um, my parents, and just well. Um, thank you. Thank you. That was a really, it was a landslide. I mean, that was a close one. It was a nail biter. Real barn burner. Like, like my favorite That was date. well deserved. Yes, thank you. To be honest, I saw it coming, so thank, thank I'm, I'm going to win that bet later. <laughs> um, well, my, so, my partner did not, so. 
So this one, this next award, I have to give a little bit of backstory mm-hmm. to it before before I announce the winner. Mm-hmm. Um, this one had had a lot of a lot of setup, a lot of effort go into it from my part, mm-hmm. um, including but not limited to. I wore all black, including a black lace shawl. I was playing Fleetwood Mac, but had accidentally or subconsciously on purpose put seven wonders on repeat. I went throughout my apartment and I lit candles to set the mood. But when I counted later, I had lit a total of 11 candles and this award, and it's called the hookup that didn't even happen after all that bullshit, goes <laughs> to the band who was probably waiting for me to draw a pentagram on the ground. Oh, yeah. You guys are probably going to do the summoning demon date, weren't you? I, you know I got that idea from somewhere. <laughs> um, let's see... Um, my most expensive sex award, not what you all think, not what you all think, um, is actually tied because usually Mm. I don't spend anything on sex, but it's tied, uh, between the man who got me pregnant, um, baby daddy. We saw him win earlier tonight because Mm -hmm. babies cost a lot of money and also the hospital bill was quite large. Um, Mm -hmm. and also, um, to, uh, to the guy that gave me a kidney infection, (gasps) because uh, let me just give you a spoiler alert. He's also going to win. We've gotten the hang of sex. So now let's do it a lot award. Um, so thank, thank you. My former virgin. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, Um, my, my cherry popper. (laughs) That, that, I feel like that too was a well-deserved award this season. Um, You know, I know a lot of people kind of covet that award and they they come here to win, so. Um, The award for the most property damage that Mm -hmm. I had to deal with Uh goes to... (laughs) The guy who, let's just say, um, broke a frame, but he left me his Glory Days pin. Oh, that's really sweet. Who won in the end there? Oh, you for sure won. Like, Glory Days pin, baby, that thing still has ink. Ooh, ooh, nice. That's when you know it's a quality pen from a quality restaurant. Yep. Um... Let's see. Uh, my next one is um, I was actually competing with a few of my former improv mates for this one. Um, but the wow, I crushed that improv set. Now let me crush that dick award. And, and uh, that one actually goes to me too. I. <laughs> Um, so 
my next and also I think my last uh-huh. award um goes to a third party mm-hmm. actually this didn't we didn't even know that this this winner was it was in the running but um the worst movie to have on in the background goes to Frozen. Oh boy. <laughs> Don't know how one could uh, get it onto that. So, And you know what song plays um, in the credits uh-huh. over and over? Just guess. It was it Let It Go? It was. Oh. Correct. Who would have thunk? Um, I have, let's see, I have three more awards because I was feeling quite generous this award season. Okay, um, I'm, re- I'm ready to be an audience member. Okay, uh, the, I don't want to watch The Hobbit again, so I'm going to show you my ass award. Goes mm. to The Hobbit, The Hobbit Man. Because I did not want to watch, Spicy. I didn't want to watch The Hobbit for a fifth time. And I just want to thank you for instead doing me, because it's a really long, boring movie. And I don't want to <laughs> Thank you. That's an understand. I feel like that's also a People's Choice Award, so. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, my next one. Oh. I have quite a few. Um. Uh, player number one uh, has won It Follows Weirdly Turned Us On. Um, oh. Let's see. Um, the third guy from CNU that I fucked gets the, oh, another captain award. Um, <laughs> uh, is this Leap Day or Hump Day? Goes to Leap Day Lad. Uh, thank you uh, for humping on Leap Day. Um, mm. and then finally, my favorite award, which actually, uh, has multiple winners, uh, is the You Just Survived My Crazy Ass Family, Now Please Enjoy My Crazy Ass, um, Ooh. goes to anyone who's ever met my family, so, <clears throat> thank you, thank you, thank you all for participating, um, thank you all for you know, just uh, being in good spirit and, you know, not bashing the other ones to try and win. So thank you. And um, mm, Yeah, it was, it was really, it was a fair game. Um, I really, I, I enjoyed that. It felt respectful. Mm-hmm. It, it definitely was. And, you know, just because you didn't win last time, I know it's just an honor to be nominated and we Correct. can absolutely have more of these in the future and maybe you'll win. So, um, but if you heard yourself being called, you know, just, uh, let us know. We'll send you the condom with your face on it. Um, or we'll send you your dirty dossier. Ooh, Ooh. yes. Your dirty dossier, which will be a silicone cast of, you guessed it, Mm -hmm. my glory days pin. Oh, God. Beautiful. (laughs) Yeah, uh, 
Um, so we have no Tinder profile this week because we did our Dirty Dossier Awards instead. Yes. Um, Which actually gives you more time if you've been thinking of a suggestion of a character mm -hmm. that we should do a Tinder profile on. You have a whole nother week to send that in. Yes. Uh, So actually, I think the next time you all hear from us, it will be October. So I think all throughout the month of October, we're going to be doing uh, different horror movie villains and Halloween characters and stuff. So let me know if you have any suggestions. If not, I'll go on my own. But yeah, just uh, DM us, hit us up on uh, the Facebook group or anything like that, and and I'll get it done. So yeah. Yep. You guys saw from this poll, we post it on our personal Instagram, the Dating Dossier Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. So literally wherever you Mm -hmm. message us. I know we've had that question before. Someone asked, like, where they can send their message. I'm not joking when I say literally everywhere. We check so often and constantly. And I think both of us have notifications set up for everything. So even though Jess runs Twitter, Mm -hmm. I still get notifications. We both get notifications for Facebook. We obviously get notifications individually for our individual Instagrams. Like literally wherever you send it, we will see it. So don't worry too much about where you want to send it, just wherever you're most active. Yes. And, um, and so we do have all our official ones that we mention at the end of the show in our outro, but if you do want to actually contact our personal ones, you're more than welcome to, um, I'm on Twitter mm-hmm. at Oh, Jess, I am O H underscore Jess underscore I underscore am. And then I'm on Instagram, which I've decided I will welcome followers there. Um, at Classic Calvinist. Yes, A-S-S-I-C-A-L-V-A-N-E-S-O. So uh, let me know, and then your boo hobs everywhere, right? Yep, literally everywhere. <laughs> you want to add me on Snapchat? Fine. B-O-O-H-O-B-B-S everywhere. I so. am Classic Calvinist on Snapchat, so just let me know. I came up with it in college, and I thought I was hella funny. But now it's just more of a burden than anything, but I'm stuck with it. I came up with Boo Hobbs when I had to create my first ever email address, which as far as like first ever email addresses go, like I'm pretty solid. Like I still use it for like all my spam coupon emails and stuff at stores. Um, But because it looks like a really dumb way to spell out boobs, I feel like I get a lot of extra porn account follows that I feel like most people probably don't have to deal with. I never put that together. Um, Neither did I (laughs) until one of my pervy little friends in high school explained it to me. Um, But I haven't changed it because I don't want to, and it's always available. So I'm going to continue to select it as an option. I think even on TikTok, it's Boo Hobbs. It's Boo Hobbs on Vine. If there's a social media account, I will take the name Boo Hobbs, until, which is not until, any kind of Enneagram or spelled out for boobs, okay? It's until, not. My mom used to call me Boo. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no. I was going to say until a new social media platform comes out and I'll beat you to it and I'll take Boo Hobbs. No. Then we'll break up. No. And we'll fight. Yeah, we'll, classic we'll, we'll have a, or Oh, Jess, I am. I was pretty no, proud I of No, I like Oh, Jess, I am. I was pretty proud of that one. I might I change like it on Jess, I am. too. I'm not sure yet. Yeah, we could do a whole rebrand. Anyway, (laughs) 
Thank you all Thank for you. listening. I hope you liked it. I hope you liked our creative dirty superlatives. At the mm-hmm. same time, we do have to like go out and live in society. So we couldn't um, do probably some of the things you were expecting or yes. wanted. But again, we do have to be functioning members of society. So we are doing what we can. Yeah. People um, so I hope work you enjoyed it. Asked if they could <laughs> listen to this. So I can't go yeah. too crazy. Correct. My boss well, no longer my boss, but was my boss, um, listens. My whole team knows about it. I don't know if they actively listen, but if they do, I still would like them to be able to look me in the eyes on Zoom calls. So. Yes. Um, they don't need to know everything about me. So, Correct. Agreed. Even though we do put a lot out there. So, okay. We do. We so, do. <laughs> um, thank you, as always, for listening and... We'll talk to you next week on Sunday. Remember, we're dropping on Sundays now. So after you enjoy your Sunday night football, you can listen to us. Or you can save it and listen to it whenever you need to for a commute during the week. But that way, instead of waiting for it to drop on whatever time of day, Thursdays, you know it'll drop Sunday nights. Mm -hmm. And you have the whole week to listen to it whenever you want to. Perfect. Yeah. And hit us up with feedback, That's the intention. We love it. We love you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Bye.